Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Well, happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. It is December 24th, 2022. I... I'm bringing you this uh, Christmas podcast, Christmas Eve podcast um, in, how do I say this, in a season of deep grief and uh, mourning. The reason I'm doing it is because I am acutely aware of the fact that so many of us will not be having a Merry Christmas. I lost my husband two weeks ago, unexpectedly. Um... And so this Christmas has taken on new shape and new form. Christmas was always my favorite time of year. And so um, I stand in solidarity with all of you that are going through a difficult Christmas. And I'm bringing you this podcast um, to give you hope and to say that you can do it. And uh, living it soberly, while not easy, is a very holy experience because we are not cutting ourselves off from our feelings, our emotions, We don't get that luxury, and somehow in the midst of that, we allow our higher power to intervene for us and to be for us what we cannot be for ourselves. So I was going to read a story from the big book, and then I just felt it impressed upon my heart that we would do this instead. So what I will say is this. Um... The gift of sobriety is the gift of all our emotions in their splendor. And it's really easy to be sober when things are good. And when the shit hits the fan, we really have to put our program to the test. And our program is nothing if it is not about our higher power. And for those of us lucky enough to have some experience under our belt, we do build up that spiritual muscle of trusting God, and knowing how to put it into practice. So um, what I will say about going through this time is that though there are a lot of people that are mad at how this happened, my husband was hit in a um, hit and run while crossing the street here in Nashville. He died very quickly. He died at the scene of the accident, for which I am so grateful um, for God's mercy and grace in that. Um Everything has depended upon my trust of my higher power, who I call God. And for those of you that have never listened to this podcast, uh, Jesus is Lord for me. Um, So I believe that God has a plan for all of our lives. I believe we may never understand what it is. I don't like that my husband was taken from me after two and a half years of marriage at 57 years old. I don't like it one bit, but I do trust God's plan. And I could not get through this if I didn't. Hang on, I need to drink some water. It is amazing how grief just makes you so thirsty. Oh, I just saw one of his beard hairs. Oh. I've been doing all kinds of funny little things like... I've been collecting his beard hairs. He had a long white beard, like just on his chin. And uh, I've been collecting them and putting them into a little jewelry box under my Christmas tree. (sighs) Okay. If I did not believe that God is sovereign, 
and that he has a plan for our lives, I would not be able to get through this. And I think one of the gifts for me has been that trust. I believe that if God has had any intention that my husband Zach would be here a minute more, a day more, a month more, a year more, Zach would be here, but he is not. And um, I am so grateful that at least thus far, I have not been angry at God and I have praised him and trusted him for what these plans have been. Uh, Gratitude is a big part of our program. And so I think to honor people that have died, to focus on the manner or timing of their death is not helpful to us and not honoring to them. And I know that everybody's grief journey is different. Some people will get mad. Some people will get depressed. You know, every minute of every day is very, very different. Uh, You can have a good minute and a bad minute. But in our program, in our 12 steps of recovery, we are called upon to trust our higher power. It's what we do in step three. We make a decision, right, to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. And to do that means we have to trust him. So although our human understanding will never, ever compare to what the divine perspective is that's comforting for me because if I knew the mind of God or understood the will of God then he would not be God I would and we all know what happens when we are our own gods right self-destruction so in this time of Christmas whether you are grieving an actual death or a metaphorical death like a separation from your family um, a divorce uh a loss of a job, just the grief too. Christmas has changed so much for all of us in the past three years. A lot of us are grieving what Christmas used to be for us and quite realistically may never be again. Um, It is holy ground grieving. Tears are prayers. They are offerings to our loved ones. Grief is the price we pay for deep love for someone or something, whether it's a situation or a person or a place. Um, I am here to tell you in a very (laughs) new awakening that grief is hard and it does get softer and it may never go away. I don't expect that my grief will ever go away for my husband. Um, But in talking to other widows, I have heard that it gets softer. It doesn't go away, but it gets softer. And even just a little bit of softening is such a grace and a mercy. So um, celebrate the things that you can when you can live in each moment. My husband used to say things like, one of the last things he wrote is bear suffering. I found something else in one of his journals that said, feel everything. One of them said, sadness is never ours alone. And so I think the greatest honoring we can do to this physical shell we've been given that our higher powers put a soul into is to honor our human experience of all our feelings and just let it wash through you and over you when I find myself not wanting to feel a feeling I can feel that my body's tense so I just let it run through me because it's the feelings are similar to resentments if we push them down they're just going to come up with a vengeance and it will turn us to drink Um, so be in your feelings this Christmas be in gratitude for what you can be. Uh, prayer is the highest form of communication we can have with our higher power. Prayer matters. I'm living on the prayers of others right now. They are my lifeblood. Excuse me. 
I will be praying for all of you. In my own grief, I have been praying for others' grief. Um, so I pray for all of you who are grieving this season. I'm proud for all of you that are trying to get through it minute by minute sometimes soberly. Apply your program. You can never go wrong with it. Reach out to others. Be of service if you can, even if that's just checking up on one person a day or praying for one person a day. You can do it. I promise you, you can do it. The hard stuff is what makes our program stronger. Um, pain and suffering is the spiritual axiom of our program. It is for a purpose, though I said before, we may not know what it is. And so in closing, let us say the serenity prayer and let us meditate on what each word means. So God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. God bless all of you, and I will speak with you soon.